Hey guys, it's DJ Jesse Janity, and I want to tell you guys a little bit about TrueCar. TrueCar is changing car buying forever. TrueCar helps car buyers get rid of the fear that they might overpay. Just in the first six months of this year, over 275,000 cars were sold by the TrueCar Certified Dealer Network. And TrueCar users save an average of $3,221 off MSRP. When you're ready to buy a car, just follow these three easy steps. First, go to TrueCar.com to find out what others paid for the car you want. Then, register to see upfront pricing information and lock in your savings. Third step is simple. Just print out your savings certificate and take it to the True Car Certified Dealer for a better, hassle-free car buying experience. Some features may not be available in all states, but to see how much you can save on the car you want, simply download the True Car mobile app or visit TrueCar.com today. That's TrueCar.com. into the online broadcast network after buzz tv over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after show entertainment after buzz tv the destination for tv super fans producing after shows for over 300 of your favorite tv shows interviewing celebrities and showrunners and bringing you behind the scenes exclusives all thanks to e entertainment's maria Menunos, producer kevin undergaro and internet leader akamai now let the buzz begin i'm coming home hey resurrection fans welcome back to AfterBuzz TV's After Show here. We are talking about Resurrection episode Aftermath. Aftermath. Yes. The intense uh, winter finale, I guess. We can go with that. Yeah. (laughs) I'm your host, Zach Wilson. Joining me on tonight's panel, the lovely Chelsea Breach. Hi, guys. Uh, Gene Madison, unfortunately, will not be able to join us today. He's too busy for his own good. Maybe next week we'll have him. Well, next week none of us will be here. Oh, next week we will not we, be here. Resurrection's off until January. Right. This is our, that's why I say this is our winter <laughs> finale. Um, uh, what's your what's your overall reaction to this one, Chelsea? Um, I actually thought it was a really... I think it was one of the best ones yet. And I say that because I feel like every episode this season they started to put a new spin. Um and by that I mean in the acting, like the whole scene um, with Rachel not being able to get out of the house. That oh my god! I mean, I just and I feel like you don't expect something that intense with such great acting from a sh- from this show. In all honesty, and then that you know with Tom dying. I mean, the whole dynamic. Usually, little things I can be like, okay, I knew that that was coming. But this episode, I was really, I was really all about. Yeah, it's it's a lot. It was it was a lot it was to a take lot, in, right? and that was such an into that. Well, it's. Why don't we talk about Rachel and Janine? Okay. Just right at the top. There's okay. a ton of stuff going on this episode with, like, because the aftermath referring to, of course, Tom being hit by a car and killed. Crazy. Um, well, real quick, just to lead us into this, we got that weird, weird opening. Super bizarre. Um, that I feel like got glossed over because a lot of this episode was really intense. Yeah. No, um, and I almost forgot until yeah. just now, but it. So we opened up on him, like, Tom in, like, this very white, faded dream world 
of sorts where he's sitting right. cradling the baby. His, his but love remember, child. as soon as that came on, I was like, "This is so not real." You oh know? yeah. I mean, but and but I, it was a perfect lead in, and she's like, "We were so close," because it's so true. You know, they were so close to kind of maybe like figuring out and weeding you know i think it would have been a long process obviously a lot of different dynamics going on but they were just they were getting so close um i mean so to open up an episode in that manner just right off the bat they were yeah it's i don't even know what i guess there's two ways to look at it and i'm kind of playing with both sides of my brain (laughs) the the sci-fi fantasy side the nerd in me says, "Right, tell me. Oh, that's him, like seeing, like that's like in an otherworldly, it's like afterlife thing where he's seeing the like the next part of life or like the beginning of his return process if he's going to come back or that's his true end, that's his heaven or hell because he knows it's not real. Okay. Um, then the more realistic side says." Well, it could it could just be that's what flashed before his eyes before he died because we got that weird moment, that misleading moment, right? Of him with his eyes kind open on the taking ground, a gr- uh, taking a gasp of air. Yeah, I thought for a second I was like, oh, he I know, lived. We're both like Tom's alive. <laughs> yeah, and I was actually really happy for a moment because I don't want to see Mark Hildreth go. No, um, that would be I real just, disappointing. Uh, feel like he has to come back i mean it's literally a show about dead people coming back to life i don't I know, think but then we... at the same time i just i'm really split i almost i want him to come back because i love his character and i'm not sure how it would develop without him but at the same time i don't necessarily want him to be returned i don't have a solid reason why i just almost feel like that that's it would just completely mess up my whole vision of pastor tom if he was a returned. Well, it would be different, and that's the thing so that I think different. would be interesting, to see a character that we know as a, like a, a regular person mm-hmm. to then go away and come back as a returned, because then we'd be able to see any differences. Mm-hmm. We've seen returned that die come back with Bellamy and Rachel. Right. We haven't seen somebody that we know, that we've like spent time with, die and come back. At least not right. to my knowledge. I don't think we have. No. Or I think especially die in that manner, you know, in a shocking way. Not, you know, he just, I don't know. It was, I just, I love him. Yeah. Wanted he, to come back. He's a great character. And what yeah. he leaves behind is lots of That's mess right. with Rachel and Janine. But that whole dynamic is what really drives me to the show because, you know, I, I love that drama aspect to it. And that's why, I'm like, without him, what's going to happen. Yeah, it's um it's going to be interesting. I, the psycho nonsense psycho. going on. Like this is it went from <clears throat> I think I know what's best. Janine's like taking Rachel out of all this situation. No, she talk about crazy. She's lost her mind. The whole episode from the moment she found out that her husband died when she had zero reaction and her first thought was to go to poison or whatever she's doing to a woman carrying her now dead husband's baby. Which, granted, a weird situation to be in. Okay, I have to tell you. (laughs) Dear God, never put me in that situation. But if so, I'm not going to go poison her. 
Well, I don't think she was poisoning her because well, she wouldn't want to. She's not doing something. She's dosing her with what a sleeping pill. I guess I don't. I don't. Whatever it is, it's not nice we, and it's not normal. We know that she gave Rachel a sleeping pill the night before, which but just I think seems it was like it's the bad same for, thing because she kept saying like drink your water and if you saw there was an empty water glass already next to her so whatever that pill is or the powder yeah, that she put Because Rachel in. didn't remember going to bed. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is scary. It's all... It's weird. Yeah, I mean, well, that's like clearly like somebody dosed you. Right. Um, when you don't remember a conversation. Like... A, yeah. <laughs> I would do anything <laughs> to make sure you both are safe. Just her whole, like, the monotone, the seriousness, like, the way that she's carrying herself. You, you can tell she's on a one... She's, like, on a one-track mind. She's There's nothing's going to stop her. I mean, her husband passed in a way. She didn't shed a tear until she started to tell Rachel about it. I mean, the whole scene was so bizarre. It was really creepy. It was, like, straight out of a horror film. Like, she took the time to lock the doors and change the locks, whatever she did. Like, like locks that cannot be, be opened, opened from the inside. That's frightening. That's Who frightening. has those? I didn't even know that that was real. I, I mean... <laughs> I did <laughs> I mean, I guess if you have kids, no, you have those. But it's all I don't care. A situation that's really freaking bizarre. To have locks from the inside, it's frightening. It's, it's frightening. frightening. And then she to add to it all, add to all this, where Rachel's like, "I want, I need to see Tom." A perfectly normal reaction to okay, finding out someone's me, dead. I don't, I don't. <laughs> so she wanted to go see Tom's dead body. Is yes. what she was saying. Yes. Which I think is a normal thing. A lot of people need to see it to believe yeah. that. Because when something like that happens so suddenly, especially when Janine is the one telling you, you need outside confirmation. Yeah. Because Janine very, like, I could, she could have just also, said I that. could easily have imagined a scenario where Janine, um, where Tom didn't die and Janine knows that Tom said, Last like, like he said right, last week that right. he loves her and she like so she locks Rachel away. Tom is dead. Yeah, and you she need wants to stay to here. Think. You can't be stressed out like that for the baby, for the baby. So and weird. then like Tom's over there, just like what's going on? Yeah. Where are you guys? Yeah. Um, and that's her way of like locking Rachel away. But yeah. this thing, she she can literally lock her away and took her phone. The whole deal. The creepiest part of the whole thing so, was when. Think? She backs Rachel up into the door and just leans over and puts her hand on Rachel's belly and just reads. And I have the quote here. She goes, In that day, the wolf and the lamb will live together. The leopard will lie down with the baby goat. The calf and the yearling will be safe with the lion. And the little child will lead them all. I have to tell you, I don't think she said it in that voice. But she might as well have. Like <laughs> mine was, was comical, c- creepy. Hers was just straight up scary. No, straight up scary. And I feel like as a woman, in a pregnant woman, for someone, you know, it's usually flattering. I would assume when someone's touching your stomach, but in that way, it would have been so violating. And so terrifying to know that not only do you not have a way out, obviously Rachel has her MO. Like, she's she's not there to protect her or her kid or whatever it may be. Like, she's purely there. She's locked in this place and terrifying and violated. And that was the creepiest thing that in that moment that they could have done. So props to them for putting that, the writers for putting that spin on it. It was fantastic, but it was just through in a whole nother dynamic. And I do have another level of respect for Rachel 
Rachel as a character, as a woman, she because this is the second time we've seen her put into a room with a crazy mm-hmm. person who wants to do her harm, mm-hmm. and she, she knows handles it like a pro. She just knows what to do. She goes and she's like, "Okay, you're right. The you're seconds, absolutely on top. Yeah. You're on top of it. This is yeah. exactly what we should do." Yeah. And then as she's soon like, as they turn her back, well, bam! But I have to tell you, it's such, and I've said this a few times on the show, and usually just because you know it's you and G, but. The woman's intuition, I the moment that she was looking at her being like, you're right, you're all that we have, mm-hmm. like agreeing in this sweet, vulnerable way, I was like, you better watch out because she's going to come for her. And it was it was amazing. Oh, yeah. And this time you could tell and like she she's going to whack her. her. Yeah. The last time when it was in the cabin, there was still that, like, I was like, Oh, is she really like from Satan? Is like, right, well, are we right. getting a reveal right. now? But I mean, she has to. She had to protect herself. And oh I, yeah, yeah. Rachel's so. very cunning, and she I think is. it's it's a big part of why we really like her, and mm-hmm. we wanted her and Tom to wind so up together. Badly. And of course, the moment they, uh, you can't admit that stuff on TV, guys. Listen, you can't tell the person <laughs> that you love that you love them because the, me- the instant you do that, you're gonna die. <laughs> or something's gonna go wrong. I can't go right. <laughs> exactly. The more wow. you know. <laughs> TV characters could all use a lesson. All of them. Because it's only gonna happen. The instant that Maggie and Marty say that they like each other, he's gonna die again. Or all the returned are gonna disappear. Yeah, but that's what makes great TV. <laughs> Come on now. No, I, well, I, like, you need to have that kind of drama. Yeah. But you gotta be careful about it. We'll let all the TV writers know. I will send them a personal message. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So we did get some interesting stuff from um, Bellamy and and Maggie in this episode, though. Very much so. Yeah, very much so. Do you have more to talk about with Rachel and Janine? I mean, I could talk about Rachel for a very long time, but so no, we can move right along. (laughs) I mean, well, final thoughts on it because she was this was I think the strong this in a very strong episode that was the strongest plot line. I agree with you. Um, I mean, Andy notes. I think now Rachel just she she knows on her side and she knows who's not. I, I mean, I don't think she's going to stop until she sees Tom in whatever manner that will be. I definitely do think she'll see Tom, and I mean, she's never going to trust her protector. Do we think? I'm curious on your thoughts. Okay. On Tom, do you think that Tom is coming back <sighs> as a return? I don't, but in reality, I know he's going to, because I just, unless I'm, they completely shock us with a whole different storyline, I'm just not really sure how this is going to play without Tom. Yeah, I, we don't have, I don't have any knowledge on, like, whether, on casting or anything, yeah. if he's set to be in more episodes or appear again, but it does feel like he's not he has, done. Right. I don't know in what capacity he could come back. Right. There could be a new like middle ground where he comes back as like a ghost or something or like they can talk to the dead for a moment. No. Who knows? I don't no. know. I think it'll just be a I mean, you missed it last week when I went off on a rant about uh, how... I am sure that you did. <laughs> I, I basically just went off on a rant like this is a show the way that it's structured, they need to give us answers. Eventually, right. They don't have to be a hundred percent clear answers, but they need to give us answers. Right. So, like, another window into how the dead function in this world would be very useful if he did come back in a different way. Um, like I said, he's the first person we've seen die on the show that wasn't already dead. Right. In one sense. Um, 
But yeah, so Marty and Maggie, uh, Maggie are off on their own crazy venture because he's run out of medicine. And they have the cure. So they're going to the government to be like, hey, we got a cure, but we can't find Rachel, so we can't make more of it. But wait, there's but a wait. second one. <laughs> um, although I think medically, would that amniotic fluid be the same? I'm not even going to pretend like we can have a medical conversation. I'm not a doctor. I don't know. Okay. Um, I really, I don't know. Neither am I, but here's my only question. <laughs> and like, obviously, again, coming yeah. from no medical background, yeah. but just my vague, I watched a lot of house <laughs> knowledge. Um, if Rachel is, Rachel got over the virus and that I think is how you develop the antibodies that would be curing people. But this is, but the old body never got infected, so it wouldn't have those antibodies. It would still have the fetal stem cells, which right. could be part of the cure, but I don't know if they would have the, like, structure knowledge to fight that kind of virus again. Or maybe they would be able to do it just because they're the same base thing. So introducing them, yeah. would they would just do it all over again. I don't know. I don't know. It's it's a problem of I'm not a scientist or a doctor, and this is fake science, <laughs> right? And it's and it's a TV show, so <laughs> even even if we did have the answers on the show, I don't know. Either um, way, but so they go off and they get they want they they're like trying like we need the body, Cre- weird government dude who I don't think we've seen before. Ew! Oh, the superior, the superior, the superior, like I. I was always conflicted on her. I never really thought she was a bad guy entirely. She was just a part of this system, doing things we had no idea about. And now we know she's a good person, at least. We don't know what her end goal is. uh, But I I think we could kind of tell there was always those little, I guess we call them weaker moments um, in her with Bellamine. And I, you could just see them. I'm really glad that they came to light. And because at first, when she was first introduced, I was like, oh, she is bad, bad news. And then I think we kind of saw a development of a peer, like this is her job. And then she knows what's right as a human being. And I thought that that was really cool that they pulled that card and completely showed her in a different light as not this just strict, you know, government official. And so, I mean, when Maggie opened her purse and they found the drugs, that was a really cool moment, I think, for the show and for the characters. It was definitely very... It was very much moving the story along, which I liked. Um, Because why would he not... Who is this guy first? And what is his motive for not giving them this stuff? I mean... (sighs) You, you could, t- he just doesn't care. Like a lot of other people in the town, I think he views them as not humans anymore, you know, not as real people. Um, and that's why he said, you know, let it take its course, like let them go. And I think, I'm not sure, I just, I don't think he wants them around. I don't think he cares in a sense to waste his time or any energy, whatever it may be, to help them out in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. I mean, he says, do you, th- he says something about um, letting nature take its course. Yeah. Do you think he's sort of like he wants to like take a step back and like see what happens? Yeah, I think he believes that you know if we stop injecting them with a quote unquote cure, obviously then they're going to have to disappear. And I, for, I took it as that's what he wants to happen. You know, let it run its course. You know, everything 
birthed, you know, to be dead. And yeah. he kind of, that's what he, I feel like that's how it came across. I wonder if he's studying them to see if it's going to be, that they're going to, like, move on to a new stage, or of like, the ones that survive are, like, different in some way. So this is, like, thinning the herd to the strongest, or, like, the most whatever whatever would like make them stand out i mean maybe i i purely just took it just in my head as you know for them to disappear and go away so maybe things can settle down and you know they don't have to <laughs> worry about the dead coming back to life but that's that was just my yeah viewpoint. he's definitely a bad guy he's definitely our, a bad guy this is a guy like whereas our agent i can't i don't have her name in front of me but she was are bad guys, sort of. Mm-hmm. But we never really knew her motives, and so now that we know them, we can see that she's really a good guy who just works for... For the bad questionably, guys. Questionably, <laughs> potentially the bad guys. We yeah. still don't know everything about this government operation. We've only seen the first level of it. Yeah. And this big bouncer jerk guy. Yeah. Who is has reason to be mad at Marty. Let's be fair. He did electrocute him. Yeah, but... Uh, if I was Marty, I would have electrocuted him, too. <laughs> we all would have. But it's also reasonable that if you electrocute somebody, they're not going to like you after yeah, that. Yeah, I guess so. You're not going to be going out for beers after but you... But let's be honest, they're, neither of them are in the positions like each other, just as is, so... I did really like it when the guy grabs him, and he's like, you know, you probably don't want to touch me right yeah. now. Yeah. You might get infected. And he just sort of backs away. Yeah, it was good. Um, but so they, they have some of the amniotic fluid and some of the medicine to get him back at least. Correct. Um, we were talking about like, why didn't she just inject him and there? I was like, inject him in the car. I don't think they get, she gave them a needle and I think that's why, but... Or just to be a little more dramatic, like, we have to get you back to the clinic. Yeah. Let's speed, Marty. I mean, it could have been dramatic if she's like, Oh my god, this is great. You're gonna you're not gonna die now and she just has to stab him with the needle in the car. <laughs> or if she discovered it while moving and she stabs him while moving while driving. We're probably ended poorly for everybody. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> um but it's a good storyline. I liked it and I like where it puts us going forward, forward. going into well. the last four episodes. Because only four episodes left mm-hmm. this season, or five episodes left. We have to. They extended. Um, they gave them an extra episode. Oh, fantastic! Make, so the I season can't gets wait. an extra four, an extra <laughs> one at fourteen. Um, I think they the finale must have been running long or something like that. Um, but then we get uh, what else is going on in this episode? Uh, Tom, well, with Tom's death, also obviously Fred has to investigate what happened. Fred is actually really, he really grew on me this episode. I feel like that might be quick to change. But between him um, bringing a lot of foresight to Henry, between their mom, you know, and I think Angeline, Carl, the whole, everything, I feel like Frank did this episode. I was just, I mean, Fred, I was just totally <laughs> team Fred. And I, I mean, I thought he was great. Fred went from, like, the jerk that we all hate. Yeah, it's like this, like, secret hero, kind of. To, yeah, to now he's like, I'm gonna fight the good fight for the people. Yeah. Um, and he, do, he, like, very quickly figures out they get one piece of evidence that's, like, or two, that's, like, more than enough to link Carl to 
the, the, the crime. Right, well, Carl, Carl didn't do a very good job of covering up anything. Stupid old Carl. I mean, and as a police officer, you should be the one to know all the ins and the outs of trying to hide a crime. But Look, Carl, you don't take your own car to a crime scene, so when they see the license plate, they're obviously going to know it's you. And then, and then it, like, the, he took the police tear gas. Right. That, like... Clearly, he's the only cop at those meetings. Right, They're yeah, going to link it, was, it to him. Everything was so bad all around. <sighs> Poor old Carl. Sloppy Carl. Um, and I think, but I think his points are very interesting. Not like not good or logical, but very interesting. That when he winds up, like when he gets caught, and Fred just like well, he's like throwing stuff in a bag, and Fred walks in. What are you? Where are you going, Carl? And he, it's like death doesn't matter anymore. I don't know. What did you think of his whole speech there as Fred's arresting him? Um, I thought it was pretty childish, just in the sense that it was, I mean, he's just kind of throwing, he never admitted it. He never manned up and, you know, said, yeah, I did this or whatever it may be. Because um, in that scenario, you already know that you're busted, so you might as well own up to it. But at the same, I don't know, I just, I don't like Carl um, ever since he's kind of gone on this whole, you know, anti-return kick. But... Uh, I mean, we know that Carl, like, with his brother, like, Mikey was a total ass. Right, so it's really interesting how they've set up these characters. It's always kind of like what they set them up as is now, you know, the complete opposite of what they've become. Introducing Carl, you know, all I wanted to do was give him a hug and carry him around in my pocket. <laughs> but now I just, you know... The whole scenario has kind of brainwashed him, and I'm not a fan. Yeah, he's he's lost it a little bit. Yeah, he's completely lost it. I mean, I guess you get picked on by a guy for long enough, you start to hate what the guy is instead of just that one person. Like, yeah. Mikey was a, tar- a bad person. Awful person. But that's not a reason to hate all the other returned. Right, and then at the same time... I feel like that group is losing sight. I mean, I'm sure it's hard because their reality is an actual reality, but death does matter. And just because, you know, crazy things are happening, like all these people are coming back, I don't... So that's why I almost also don't want Tom to be a return because I feel like it's going to be a secret message, like, oh, a reminder that death is real, you know? And just to kind of teach everyone a lesson in a way. But I don't know. It was touching to see the Jacob's quick little journey in this from I didn't know Tom to mm-hmm. leaving the, the toy. Yeah, the right little G.I. Joe and, you know, playing off the picture for his mom. And, yeah, I, I mean, there was so much going on. I feel like different emotions of, like, being shocked and scared and, like, you know, go Fred. And I don't, I don't know. There was a lot going on. It was it was a very full episode because they needed to touch on how all the characters were reacting mm-hmm. to this crime to to the loss of Mark. He was very much a linchpin in the town. He was holding yeah. them all together. Yeah, absolutely, he was the religious center of a very religious town, but also a very mm-hmm. religious show. Let's be honest. Yeah, very so. Um, very much so. So he it, it affected everybody. And you know what affects us, guys? Your iTunes reviews. Guys, thank you so much. Chelsea, I think you're just like... Oh, that was oh. great. <laughs> there was like a little, like, a, God damn it. 
Um, guys, thank you so much for watching every week and listening to us ramble on about resurrection. Uh, it means the world to us that you listen to all the shows here at AfterBuzz TV. Uh, you know, they, it takes a lot to make this happen. AfterBuzz is doing over 90 shows a week. I just found out it's jumped, we jumped from 80 to 90 shows mm-hmm. a week on average. That is nuts. There's a nuts amount of programming that you guys get for free. And the only, and the best way that you can help us out, the way you can help us keep the lights on, help keeping us getting guests in the studio for all our shows in this one, like we had Mark Heldreth on. And we're sad that he went away. I wonder if this <laughs> is the twist that he was talking about. Huh? Um, the best way that you can do is to go onto iTunes, subscribe if you're not already, rate, comment. We love to hear what you guys think. And if you do, you get a quick little shout out on the show. Um, so I want to give a shout out to two of our, uh, our iTunes reviewers. Uh, Jewel Girl 43 says, great podcast, five stars. Love this podcast. Great group of reviewers that lead a great discussion on this wonderful show. Love that. Thank you. Thank you, Jewel Girl. And, uh, PCTA says, love it. Great podcast. Zach is wonderful. His enthusiasm is contagious. Why did you pick that one to read? I don't know. Why oh. would, why ever would I like it? Thank you this so is much. Bias podcast now? <laughs> I just read them all. That's just, yeah. that's what they say. Um, and I wanted to give a quick YouTube shout out, uh, cause unfortunately last week we just were, it was a holiday coming off holidays and everyone was a little, under the weather. Um, I'll see if I can pull it up later. Somebody uh, give me a nice little comment on YouTube, and I appreciate it. We appreciate it. Whatever your name was. <laughs> um, YouTube's having a little trouble loading. Anyway, so let's dive back in. Henry, in this episode, he's very... Henry's, like, on top of the world coming into this. He was, and he got smacked down really quickly, and... I don't want that for him, but I'm really happy that he did because I cannot stand his mother and someone needs to put her in her place. And I think it was causing a strain in his marriage. You know, he was blinded by a lot. You know, he's good about to make this huge business decision and it wasn't the right one due to her and a lot of other things. And so I'm really glad that that finally collided and is hopefully taken care of for a while. I'm sad for him for finding out about the factory in that way because obviously his whole life in that sense, in that arena, has been a complete lie. So I can't imagine what that would feel like. But, um, yeah, big episode for Henry as well. Yeah, I liked Henry's... The, like the, his confrontation with his mom mm-hmm. about the fire. Oh, that was really great. After Fred like brought that to his attention, um, I thought that was great, and I loved the performance. That there was like little touches um, yeah. from Kirkwood Smith's um, performance there, where he, when she walks in, he's sitting on the couch with his leg up, and he looks very much like a child who's waiting for his mom to come mm-hmm. home with his feet up on the coffee table, and he's confronting his mom about like what she'd done. Um, but at the same time, and I'm curious if you felt the same way at all about this, I felt like Fred coming in with the check, like when Mama Langston goes and gets the gets Fred to like go and then off screen Fred went to the Addisons and like forced him to be like to admit that he was going to run off with his money. I don't think he forced him. However he did it, he like yeah. got this guy to like give back the money. Because, obviously, if this guy was trying to swindle him... Right. Like, you'd think he wouldn't give it up so easy. But it all happening off-screen felt weak to me. 
story-wise. Like, I, no, it felt I don't think really... so. I feel like that was something that's like, I feel like when things go on and on and on, whether it's like, you know, a rant or like something on a show, like I feel like something like that, you don't, that wouldn't have brought a huge grasp to the show. I don't think there would be anything to necessarily see. Like we under, now that we have the background and we have what we thought was the truth, I don't think there is any reason to show Fred walking into their house. Well, I guess why I'm curious about it is we spent all these weeks building up this plan, building up these characters and the Addisons and the, the grandfather, Kirk. Mm-hmm. And then last week we spent some time with Henry Morgan, like not having enough money from the bank and, and having to mortgage his house, like remortgage his right whole the everything that he owns basically to get this deal done and then in basically a flash off screen that's all negated and i don't and i'm not maybe it's coming but so far i don't know why i don't it just sort of went back no but i i feel like you're maybe missing a little point i think because for all that to happen has now like that being brought to light is now causing a huge thing you have to look like he kicked his mother out and apparently now that we see she might go you know Mm -hmm. completely and then you know the whole fight's like now in the town like things are being brought to light i feel like maybe obviously it wasn't a coincidence but um when those guys showed up at pastor tom's you know little memorial um scene they they pulled out that uh factory um you know, like all those little stabs, and we've never seen anything like that before on the show. So I feel like in all these different senses, it's coming back to light. So. All the all the darkness that the Langston's yeah, have caused. I mean, we never knew that that they brought. Uh, in a lot of ways, they made this town what it is. Right. But at the same time, they have done some dark things to this town. Right. Um, and I loved that storyline. I guess I just wish that. The deal. I wanted to know more about why the deal went through. Like who, Brian, like who Brian Essen was, and like. I mean, it, I'm sure we're going to see. Like I said, I again, like there's not going to be a huge plot line necessarily without them. But I also that was just a, like an extra sprinkle of drama in a sense, yeah. you know. And maybe we'll see more. Maybe it was just purely to be the icing on the cake for Henry, you know, to finally realize what's how his mother is, um, you know, and have some things cleared up in his past. So I think that that can definitely go both ways. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I I do want to see more of William Kirk, the grandfather. Yeah. Um, I think he's a very interesting character, and I want to see him and Mama Langston in a room together and see what happens. Maybe we will. Um, But then we get at the end of the episode this very interesting storyline, or very rather scene, um, where everyone's paying their respects, and the uh what do we call them the uh the church of the true not the church but the oh, the, the, the the true living the of true arcadia living. the true living show up basically to like wreak havoc on the town uh or like they they just want to show up in silence i mean i think protest. first of all that was so disgusting and awful of them to show up 
Um, you know, I feel like if they're going to pull those stunts, do it another time, not at someone's memorial service. This is like the, the Westboro, Westboro Baptist Church level of like people are mourning the loss of someone. It's not even a return. Right. It's just such a, I thought that was very low. And I think, you know, again, it's building them to show them what kind of people they are. So, you know, we, we know that they don't have the best of intentions, but to go to a place in that situation just now to me puts them in a whole nother, um, category because I think that that takes some big kahunas to do that and to know what you're doing. Um, so yeah, yeah. I mean, you want to talk about like s- stereotypes? Like this this little right. hate group gets in their pickup truck, right. drives and into town, points all their headlights at the group of mourners, yeah, gets and out, and just stands scene with and their arms crossed in yeah, front and of them. Yeah, he said we're doing a silent protest. Like, get out of here. Yeah, real silent. Yeah. Um, they, and the guy, and he starts yelling at Henry at this point about how, and you know what, he's not, for all his, all, all the things that are terrible about this guy, Joey, um, it is sort of like we, we take a we take his side for a moment when he starts talking about how Henry losing his son, truly a tragedy, of course, but that he let it shut down the factory that employed most of the town that was the livelihood for most of the town caused untold problems for tons of other families letting the business crumble um, and it's not that he's entirely in the right here I don't want to yeah. say that but do, I mean I mean, do you feel differently? I just yeah I do I feel like I don't know I mean that's a tough situation because a parent losing their child, I can't, you know, imagine what that would be like. And I'm sure a lot of people would obviously let that affect their work life. Oh, absolutely. Um, and maybe just because Joey's just such a little brat, you know. For, so he's, he's an asshole. There we go. He said it, not me. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I have no sympathy towards him. And when he pulls, you know, like the four generation cards like you weren't here buddy four generations ago like that doesn't affect you i just i don't like when people do that you know it's like you're the one that's here now you know if you're not working at the factory then man up and you know if you need to find another stab then find another stab but i just maybe it's just because i don't like his character i just don't sympathize with him at all um so no in that moment i i didn't yeah, um, it's it's hard because like I've like I've lost jobs in the past for like reasons that are not like not you're being fired, not right. we don't like you or anything like that. It's just the show shutting down, right. the project's not I around mean, anymore. It happens, and if like when you can point at one person as the cause, it it sucks and it's very easy to get angry. But he's directed his anger in exactly the wrong way. Mm-hmm. He's directed in a violent way a way that is just hateful because he's he's directing it at a group of people who did not they're not nothing to do nothing to yeah. do with it. they did not ask to return they right. just like show, they just they're like how did i get here right. and they're trying to live day by day yeah so he's mm, and at end. this point jacob's <laughs> watching this whole thing this whole showdown and realizing that him being there that all the returned being there are what's causing this turmoil um, and so him and Margaret just leave. But I have to tell you, I, f- I mean, 
I feel like his parents would so much rather him be there. You know what I mean? Have to get into a little scuffle with an idiot 21-year-old or, you know, have to have paint on their door than to not have him there. And obviously at such a young age, I don't think that's what he realizes. And I think that that was... That was really cool of him in a sense, you know, and very caring and thoughtful to be like, it's hurting to see my parents hurt. But at the same time, you always in a situation like that, you have to take yourself out of it and step back and be like, okay, so if I'm not here, what does this picture look like, you know? And I I mean, I I would assume if Jacob goes, he's coming back as well, because if not, I'm not sure where, you know, the whole series goes. But, um... I mean, that was a heavy moment, and, you know, we ended with, you know, his mom just screaming his name and in pure panic, and that's scary. I mean, because they don't think, in, their, in her mind, he didn't just walk away. She knows. That's, you know what I mean? Like You think, well, I think she's imagining think he, she knows. he disappeared. Oh, Because really? we have all these, the, the return just vanishing, yeah. and they're worried about that because yeah. they don't know what exactly causes going it. going on. We lost Barbara. She just disappeared. We know that Margaret had something to do with right. it, and Margaret was around. Margaret had just been kicked out of the house. Right, she right, was right. mad. So I think Lucille's thinking, Jacob disappeared. He's gone forever. Yeah. Of um, course. You can, she's just in pure panic. I, and I, I have to respect Jacob's decision because... You're right. It, it, you have I think to take it's so step. Selfish. You have to take a step. Well, it is and it isn't because he's, yeah. he's doing it. He could easily be more comfortable living at home with his parents, and he wants to go to school and have friends and all that. But he's seeing that him just his presence being there, violence could come to Henry and Lucille's door. They yeah. could be the subject of violence. He literally sees his father get pushed to the ground and attacked, not directly because of Jacob, but. In essence, because of the return, right. that's why those guys are there. Right, and so he decides, I don't want to be the cause of all that. I don't want to be the reason that my parents get hurt. So I'm yeah. going to leave. I'm going to go with my grandma, and we're just going to leave. And he and she had already told him, and he trusts her for better or for worse. He she had already told her him, we need to leave. We're going to have to leave. We're going to have to go at some point. Right. Crazy old. Ugh. Cat star. She never comes back. I ever. see. I as a character, I'm like, I mean, yeah, she's a fantastic get out of here. Character. But the, like but she acting. has brought so much life to this yeah, show. She has. Um, ironically, uh, <laughs> um, it's it's taken the show to a new level because her character is so much fun to watch. Because I don't know what she wants and right. what she's up to, and I, I hope she comes back. <laughs> um, do you? Th- what do you think? Do you think that they're coming back? How soon? I think Jacob and the grandmother are coming back, um, assuming that they've gone. Um, Tom, I don't know. Like I said, I'm still super split. And I think Marty, Marty's here for the long haul. Okay. So. Yeah, I don't think Marty's going away by any means. No. Um, but I'm excited. Um, let's go. Let's just go officially into predictions. Let's do it. And now... You're after Buzz TV predictions. Okay, so I don't know what we've got coming up. We have a few weeks off for the holidays. Mm-hmm. Uh, the show will be back on January fourth. Um, what do you? Th- I mean, what overall? How do you think the season's going to wrap up? You know what? Fantastic question. I don't have an answer for you. I think I kind of had a little going, but bef- but after tonight, it was just a whole whirlwind. I'm not. 
Yeah, I don't know. a week ago, I could have given you a million different like I think thoughts. So too. I have no clue where yeah. we're headed now. But I think that's great, and I we've never been in like a position like this, you know, especially last season or so far this season. So I think it's really cool. I want to be surprised and completely like, wow, I didn't see that coming, because sometimes it is a little predictable. So I'm yeah. exci- I'm great to say I don't know. I might, you know, I'm not sold on a single thought. So yeah, I'm excited to see what happens with Rachel. We lost we we left her sort of Rachel. sitting at a train at train tracks yeah. like eerily because yeah. like I'm she like she probably doesn't know where to go. I, yeah, and I think that's probably what it was. I was worried that she was gonna like pull onto the tracks. I and thought just about that stop. for a second too. I'm like, oh, oh my, my gosh, don't, Rachel, don't, don't do it. Don't do that. And I don't think they're going that direction. <laughs> no, I don't she think cares so. too much about the kid yeah. at this point. Um, but it'll be interesting to see if she goes back to Arcadia versus just goes. going out on the run on the run. And I think. I hope she goes back to Arcadia because I really want Janine to get her comeuppance yeah. for her no, creepy... No, they're not done. They're not done with oh each other. And then does Janine then accuse Rachel of attacking her? Does like Janine go over to the uh, true living or something? But they're the ones that killed Tom. So what does yeah. it all happen? Does Janine go on a rant about the return? Who knows? So many Lots questions. of stuff to happen. Uh, let us know, guys. Go on to YouTube and iTunes. While, while we're on break, that's what you can do. Leave us a comment. <laughs> let us know what you think is going to happen. Four episodes left. We're basically going through January yep. before we finish up. Who knows what's going to happen? We certainly don't. Um, thank you guys for watching. Chelsea Breach. Well, where can people keep up with you while we're away? Hey, guys. You can keep up with me on Instagram and Twitter. My handles are at cbreach, C-B-R-I-C-H-E. Have a Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. And you guys can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at ThatZachWilson, T-H-A-T-Z-A-C-H-W-I-L-S-O-N. And also here at AfterBuzz on a ton of shows. We've got a few left before the holidays. Grim has another episode, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., lots of other stuff. Oh, and I wanted to give a shout out to Lola Larissi, who said uh, you're doing a great job solo, Zach. Thanks for keeping the show going. <laughs> um, if you want to hear me talk a lot, you can tune into last week's episode. <laughs> I don't know why the audience is ooing at that, but thank you guys for listening. I'm Zach Wilson, and thanks for geeking out with us. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.